time to buy in. You're listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Now, let's start the hour. Welcome to this week's episode of the Noble Capital Radio Hour, where we explore investment strategies for the modern financial landscape. I'm your host, Chris Ragland, and with me, as always, are my esteemed co-hosts, Romney Navarro and Jaden Newman. Welcome back to the Airwaves, guys. Thank you, Chris. Welcome back to to you. Welcome back to me. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm always here, but we're good. Yeah. You almost <laughs> missed today. Hey, welcome back to the uh, last episode of October, right? Well, we're September. in fall. Or September. Yeah. yeah. Same thing, right? Close enough. Yeah. We're moving into October. So it's the last episode of September and moving into October. It's nice to get some fall weather here in Texas and um, we're excited. So we've got some interesting things to talk about today on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Texas football. We're going to talk about... <laughs> we're going to talk about... <laughs> we can talk about that for sure. <laughs> we're going to talk about... No, seriously, we are going to talk about financial matters that we definitely talk about alternative financial investments, especially how it can impact you in your retirement. What are you doing to set yourself up? At Noble Capital, we specialize in private lending, real estate, but of course, we're always talking about retirement and how can you set yourself up for that. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at Noble Capital. You can also check us out on social media. We're all over Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look up Noble Capital, give us a follow, give us a like, and maybe even engage a little bit with us, the host of the show, so that maybe we could talk down the road. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk to you. We like talking about interesting things in finance. So if you've got a question about retirement and you want us to answer that, hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you so we can get some great questions and we can give you some great answers. So last week we talked about essentially everybody's most exciting topic, Medicare and retirement. So, But it's a real topic. It's oftentimes the elephant in the room when we're talking with our clients. It's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And you know, if you've listened to our show before, you will notice that we tend to put some topics front and center that a lot of people avoid. But I know I'm looking over here at Jaden. How often do you see clients avoiding some of those harder topics when it comes to retirement planning? It's very common, Chris. It's actually... The, the common theme that we see is is when we're talking about topics that have to do with mortality, a lot of people don't want to think about the, the, the end, uh, being sick, passing away, uh, le- leaving their family. So we tend to procrastinate on those things. And m- Medicare, which is really t- tied into long-term care, the end of your life, is, is definitely one of those topics, along with estate planning, legacy planning, those type of things. Retirement in general is is a very emotional process because it's change. And a lot of people just don't like change. You start to get set in your ways. In fact, uh, the the older you get, the more set in your ways you are. Have you ever, you know, just sat down and tried to tell grandpa or 
or, or great grandma how to how to change and, and make and do things different. The old dogs. Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm approaching forty here, and I'm going to be really set in my ways because I'm already set in my ways. It's going to be terrible. And so I understand what you're meaning by yeah, going to talking to grandpa or grandma and trying to get them to make some changes. So that can definitely be a big thing. But hey, listen, if you want to hear an entire episode on Medicare, one of the things we didn't mention is you can actually download these episodes online. You can do it on your phone. You can find us in a lot of places. So all of our episodes re-air as podcasts. So click that little purple button if you're on an iPhone or whatever it is on Google Android and you can download that episode as well. Yeah, last week's episode is actually really good, guys. It's called I Got Nothing. Kind of a dumb name, but great theme, great content. Definitely tune in. Yeah, so this week we're talking about the mattress strategy. Everyone's favorite savings strategy is to put money in your mattress, right? Or under the mattress or in it. I don't know where it goes. It's real. Yeah, that's that's really, really common. And, and I kind of liken this to the strategy of just building a, a mountain of money. That's kind of the mattress strategy. If that money's not out there working for you and you're just building this big nest egg so that you can take it with you into retirement. And then the most common thing that we hear from people is, well, I've stretched it out over my retirement because I know exactly how long that's going to last and I'm going to spend it down, right? That's the, that's the mattress strategy all in one, isn't it? Yeah, I would I would say your your mattress strategy should be to take that money and buy a new mattress. <laughs> it's you, been eight years. You spend half your half your life sleeping, right? right? So you might as well get comfortable and right. then go invest the rest. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah, get a plan together, right? And don't sleep half your life. And don't sleep. Yeah, what are you, a cat? <laughs> <laughs> like, get out there and get some get some return on that money. You know, some sunlight. Anything. Yeah, anything. Jeez, Goodness. it better be a better be a really nice mattress. You know, that's that's what it's a really good investment. That's that's investment advice here. We're also doing health and wellness on the show. <laughs> so if you own a mattress company and you want to give us some mattresses to try out, so we can promo you, just let us know. We'll that's do great. That. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I think we jump right into our next segment only because it's not it's time. But I heard that this is going to be a good one. Last week, what we got for Sean on the street if anybody did tune into the i got nothing segment heard a bunch of crickets there were no answers nobody, nobody wants want, to talk about that. nobody wanted to talk about it well people do care about you know Mattresses. their money okay <laughs> <laughs> and he actually went to a local mattress you know giant firm fill in the blank and uh and did a bunch of these so actually let's let's just jump right into it our producer sean harris sean on the street talking to a bunch of i don't know strangers all right this is sean on the street and this week we're going to go out into the wide world and we're going to find some people to talk to about future-proofing their income. You know, when I say like future-proof your income, what comes to mind? Uh, I guess to have an established income that is going to maintain your living lifestyle for months, months, year by year. Yeah, okay. What would be a good way to future-proof those investments? This one's kind of oh tricky. Yeah, I know. it is tricky because I, I I'm I don't like to gamble in in that area. So yeah, I I would rather invest in in real estate and, and property rather than you know rather than the doing stock. the stock market. Yeah, that's probably I, safe. What are some ways you can think of to future proof your income for retirement? And again, there's no mattress. wrong. There's no wrong. You put it in the mattress. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's no, the only that's, way you're going to hang on to your money and know it's still there. That, okay, why? Why? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people put money, you know, like in the stock market or they invest in mm-hmm. real estate. So why would that not be as future-proof as the mattress strategy? Because things fail. Okay. And they fail big. 
Okay. People lose a lot of money. Yeah. So you, do you feel it's, it's better to be on the safe side than to try to sort of accumulate, g- given the current economy? Well, the current economy, I would invest. Okay. But when are we going to crash again? Because it always happens. So yeah. maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Where the money, the cash you have is not going to be worth nearly as much then as it is now, Right. obviously. You'd be investing at the top of the market right now, basically. But if something happens to your investment, you at least have something to fall back on. Yeah. Something. Like what are maybe a couple of ways you could future-proof your income? I think diversifying whatever your portfolio is. Uh, maximizing your 401k every year. Yeah, diversifying mutual funds. And you've got to put some of it into your health, I think, too. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter at all. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you get to retirement and you're like, I got one year left, it doesn't matter how much money I have. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It'll go to someone, but... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Part of it, the government, I can imagine. What are some other ways that uh, would be, you know, kind of substantial, reliable ways to diversify. Oh, my dad would kill me if you listen to this. My dad's a financial planner. Um, okay. Other than hiding cash under your mattress. Um, oh, that's the second person that said that today. <laughs> so that's going to be the mattress strategy. The mattress strategy. That, can you tell me when is going to be the next recession? I don't think anybody can, can guess that. Can you tell me when the next recession is going to be? No. Why not? Because you never know. It could be tomorrow. Something could happen tomorrow. We don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows anything. Nobody else has been able to answer this for me. I'm hoping you can tell me. Sure. When is the next recession going to hit? I think if I knew the answer to that. You could short have, sell all I'd, of your yeah, stocks. I'd short sell all my <laughs> stocks. For better or worse, this has been Sean on the Street with the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Back to you, Chris. Well, hey, he got some responses this week, so that's good. It's better than uh, I've got nothing or I have to run or not now, sir, or get away from me. That was tough last week. But hey, apparently more people will talk about what to do with their money long term, right? And and it was interesting. He got several people that wanted to use the mattress strategy. Still a couple different takes, though. There was that that lady in the beginning was was certainly talking. Um, But yeah, at the end of the day, everybody thinks that the mattress strategy is a strategy. And I guess it is. You can't dog them for it or knock them for it, but it's not necessarily what you want to do. Well, one of the things that we see here that's really in common is, and it never surprises me and just always happens, is truly the lack of, I guess it's financial literacy or awareness of exactly what to do. We see this all the time, right? Yeah, we were just talking about that a couple of weeks ago. When we had, I forgot the name of the episode, but we were talking about it. One of the greatest things you could pass on to the next generation Financial financial literacy. Man, I saw something Wisdom. the other day that was the OECD, which is like the Organization of Economic, you know, countries. Is like the United States and fifteen year olds coming right out of high school, they ranked twelfth. We're twelfth in terms of financial financial literacy? literacy coming out of high school. Wow, that's tough. You know, one more thing that lady talked about: things fail and they fail big. Hang in there. I'm going to talk about things that failed big ten years ago. We'll be right back. Listen to Talk 1370 anytime, anywhere on the Radio.com app. You're tuned in to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. Welcome back to the show where we're discussing how to future-proof your income. You know, we just got finished listening to Sean on the street and interviewing people. It's interesting how many people were talking about the match strategy. And I think that comes from a place of fear, right? We're talking about people that 
they're, they're scared and they know that things can go wrong and big things can go wrong. And I'm going to get back into that here in just a second. But quick reminder, if you're just tuning in and you missed Sean on the street and some of those interview questions and you want to hear that again, you can actually download these episodes and you can do that at noblecapital.com. Yeah, you could also find us on social media, guys. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're all over it and ready to engage. Give us a call. Hey, before we jump into this, I want to do something new. We're talking about future-proofing your income, but I want to do, basically, this is the last episode for this month, and I'm going to do 10 years ago this month. Okay. Do you know what happened 10 years ago this month? This month was actually one of the busiest months in terms of major changes to our economic system. So if you weren't paying attention 10 years ago, I don't know what you were doing. You must have been hiding under a rock because it was on every television station that cared about financial news, that's for sure. But 10 years ago today, these are some of the clips you'll see, but I'm going to give you four things that happened 10 years ago today. Number one, Secretary Paulson said no to Lehman Brothers. Think about that. It was a weekend deal. It was $60 billion that they asked him to essentially come in and rescue, and he said, no, I can't do it. It's too much money. And that really essentially kicked off everything that was to follow. What happened beyond that? This is all happening in September. September 10 years ago today, Lehman Brothers basically started to fail. Number two, Freddie and Fannie became officially, back again, government organizations, guaranteeing $5 trillion in mortgages. That's half the entire mortgages of the United States. And they also had to buy $100 billion in preferred stock to prop those organizations back up. Number three, the Fed nationalized AIG. Remember that? Remember they sure do. And why did they do that? It's because they were one of the largest insurers of mortgage-backed securities, the MBS business. Number four, banks withdrew $160 billion from the marketplace lending so that they could put it on their balance sheet in cash. Their reserves required them to have as little as $2 billion. They had $160 billion. What that effectively did was completely freeze the credit markets. The Fed lowered the rate to 0%. LIBOR dropped. Nobody was lending anymore. Basically, we froze our entire mortgage economy 10 years ago today. So if you weren't around then and you didn't remember all that going on, all of that happened in September 10 years ago today. Yeah. And if you, if you're listening to this and you remember that, you remember how scary a time that was for most people. And that's why I bring it up today. It's important to have that look back, what was going on. Nobody in the beginning of 2017, and you were looking at the economic predictors, the forecast, everybody said fairly resilient economy. Uh, There are investors that are willing to take these mortgage-backed securities and take that risk. The economy is doing well overall. And then things just started falling apart in March. And by the end of the year, the entire lending economy was frozen. So when you're looking at what can you do, and and I'm going to do it next month too. We're going to talk about the crazy things that happened in the stock market following this. So this was the beginning. Next month, I'll do this again and tell you what crazy stuff happened in the markets. We're talking about future-proofing your income. And we're talking about where are we today in the economy. So I'm going to throw it back over to Jaden and say, how often do you have clients come into your office and tell you everything's great. I'm going to be over here in the economy or are they coming at you going, Hey, everything's at all time highs. I'm starting to get a little bit worried. How do I make sure as I go into a retirement that I can future proof my income? That's great, Chris. I, I got to tell you from the Sean on the street segment that, and I bring this up quite a bit, but when we're talking about financial planning and retirement planning, wealth management, we got to look at our money in terms of buckets. Which bucket of money are we talking about? It's interesting how when you ask a, a question about how to manage your portfolio, a lot of people give you one general answer uh, applied to their whole portfolio. But I really want to encourage the listeners to think in terms of, well, let's let's answer a question with a question. Which bucket of money are you talking about here? 
because the only money that uh, that we think is appropriate to have as mattress money or or cash essentially sitting in cash positions would be opportunistic money that you plan on taking advantage of a downturn in the market or an opportunity so other than that, we, we want to see some liquidity set aside for emergencies, and we have a formula for that. In fact, typically we want to see one to two years of, of income sitting aside as a liquidity bucket that you have immediate access to in case you need that cash. But other cash beyond that, just sitting money just sitting there so you don't lose it, uh, would be opportunistic money, which that's – that's speculative in nature. That's not for everybody to to wait out a, a downturn and buy low and sell high. For most people, we need to have that money pointed in specific strategies for the future. And specifically, income is, is going to be front and center when we talk about the bucket of money for retirees. How much money have you set aside into future income strategies just as Sean asked, how do you future-proof your income? The only way you do it is you start parceling off buckets that are pointed at future income streams, and you want to break those buckets down too because, again, not all income, not all retirement income is equal. So we need to have safe, predictable income buckets. We need to have some stuff that's that's very tax-efficient or tax-free, and we also need to have some stuff that is is going to do well when the markets do well where we are willing to take a little bit of risk. Yep. And at the end of the day, I think I just muted myself out there. Um, <laughs> I didn't say a cuss word, by the way. Uh, we have these new buttons in the studio where we can press the mute button. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's a good first mistake. So anyway, the the point is, is again, which bucket of money are we talking to? When we're talking about future-proofing our income, we've got to at least be able to talk and articulate those buckets. It's not all just in one pile of money as Chris said, that you're just going to spin down over time. Yeah, so I love the fact that these different buckets take different risk approaches. They have different benefits too, right? So that's you, you mentioned that a little bit. You talked about tax efficiency and so forth, but some of these buckets are contingency money in case of an emergency. Some of these buckets are growth. Some of these buckets are aimed at healthcare, right? The stuff we talked about last week. Like some of these different buckets have different goals and different strategies. That's right. And when you have that layered approach like that, that's a comprehensive plan. I also think what, I mean, what we should probably be talking about is getting ahead of it, getting ahead of the next recession with these buckets. Because, I mean, look, at the end of the day, unemployment is low. All, all signs are pointing towards things are great. All signs are also pointing towards this is the end of the curve. It is, it's, it is kind of the end of the curve. Yeah. You know, and, and it's easy for us, especially in Texas, to be a little insulated, right? So we think that things are always great and it's like, not necessarily, right? But I mean, while, while people are moving here and we're creating jobs, you know, you're seeing an increase in wages in Texas. Finally, you're starting to see a little bit of that going on, but you're also seeing job creation and you're seeing low unemployment, but it can't get better. So, you know, how long does it not stay much. best, right? I mean, so how long does it stay at, at optimum and what's the opposite of optimum? You know, I mean, eventually these cycles start to occur. You know, we're looking at different factors here in terms of unemployment, but also things like what's happening in real estate market. Obviously, we're in tune to that. So, I mean, are we seeing a decrease in sales and volume? Not necessarily, but that's because people are moving here. What if people were not moving here? What would be happening, right? It'd be a very yeah. different economy in Texas if people weren't continuing to move here. Yeah, well, I mean, home sales are, for all intents and purposes, still up, maybe not as hot as they have been, but still up compared to several years back. What I think is happening now is the 
is that the prices are starting to get a little more stale. The, that that hyper growth that we were seeing, what, 12 to 36 months ago, it's kind of off the table right now, especially in Texas. So I think it's happening tremendously on the coast. People are are slashing prices to move here. They are, but you know what? I'm seeing some things in the local economy that are a little bit surprising to me. I saw a house where a guy, he was asking for the top of the market. He didn't get it. His house was on the market for 120 days and he didn't get it. Finally, his house sold. And of course, you know, I'm in real estate, so I dug into the details and I looked at it. His house sold for cash and it sold for significantly less than what he was asking for it. And you know who it sold to was an investor who then came into a house that actually looked pretty good and is going in and redoing the mistakes that were made so that they can turn around and hit the top of the market. Have, have you seen the results of that one yet? Not yet. They're doing it right now. I saw them rip out the flooring just last weekend. That's what our clients do, guys. So if you're listening to this and you wonder what we talk about here, talk a little bit about financial planning, a little bit about the recession, talk a little bit about all these different things. We we actually lend people like the one that Chris yeah, was just Yeah, I was going to drop by and say, hey, you need a loan? We can do this we for your should. next <laughs> Throw some business cards at them like little <laughs> right. stars. But yeah, the uh, that's what we do. We give these guys loans. Ultimately, they turn these properties around and sell them, try to get the peak of the market price and then pay us a, a nice, handsome return that we, of course, pass through to our investors. That's right. That's how our investors make their income. One of the many bucket strategies that Jaden just talked about in yeah. a minute. You hang out. We'll break some of this down for you and talk about how you can get that type of income in your portfolio in retirement. We'll be right back. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we're talking about ways you can future-proof your income, specifically in retirement. That's what we do at Noble Capital, is we help our investors earn sizable returns to future-proof their income. If you haven't thought about retirement planning before, I want to tell you something. It's all about income planning. It's not about how much did you save, although that's a big part, but it's all about how can you develop and create that income plan for yourself in retirement. It's funny, Jaden and I were just talking about this last week. We're finally seeing the big houses, you know, the big shops, they're finally starting to say, oh, by the way, retirement planning is about income planning. And I'm like, I want to say, no, you know what, Sherlock. But I mean, here we are today talking about income planning. If if you've just tuned in for the first time and you're wondering what we're all about, that's it. Noble Capital helps our clients establish their income plans in retirement. We do this through a number of specialized vehicles. We're going to talk about that right here on this segment, but we also do it through private lending in real estate. And that's why we are real estate experts. So I talk a little bit about what's been happening in the market and specifically what happened 10 years ago today. That was fun. I'd like to do that every month. Uh, so Sean, take some notes. Maybe we can do that. Every week. Every week. Oh, is that good? Oh, what happened? Yeah, 10 years ago this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, listen, if you've, if you've never heard us before, find us at noblecapital.com. There's some other ways that you can, if you're like, what are these guys all about? You can actually get a hold of us, right? Yeah, you know, we forgot to mention in the first and second segment, but I think it's time that we let everybody know if you're interested in maybe learning more about what we do and how we could help you with your retirement planning. It's real simple. Just text the word secure, S-E-C-U-R-E, to the key to the number 313131 that's secure to 313131 we actually have a couple of retirement blueprint dinners coming up here in Austin on Wednesday October 10th and Thursday October 18th both about 6 p.m. at Fleming's in the domain there you'll listen to Jaden give you a, a speech about how 
you can retire using some of the tools that we've been creating over the last 17 years. And that's a six-digit number, 31, 31, 31. You're not just saying Saturday, like, sabado, 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 <laughs> three times in a row. Like, remember those car commercials? Monday, Monday, yeah. Monday, yeah. <laughs> right. So, 31, <laughs> 31, 31. The word is secure to 31, 31, 31. And we'll, we'll hook you up. You guys will have a great time, great dinner, and of course... Jaden always gives a great presentation. All right, thanks, Romney. So yes, future-proofing your income, Jaden. It sounds like when you use the bucket analogy, it sounds like diversification is huge. That's what we're looking for here, right? We really are. But you know, Chris, you got you piqued my curiosity before I get back to this. So what about Texas football here for a minute? <laughs> are, are we ranked now or what? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we Did are. We beat, we beat two ranked we teams here. We are. Finally. We've done that. So wow. it's in that thing. Yeah, it's, it's let's crazy. not curse them, but there might be something here. Yeah, you know, if, if you haven't tuned in and there's, uh, there's some decent reasons why we haven't been taking pictures of me on the air, I've had some medical stuff going on, which is a lot of fun. But I've been going to the football games against my doctor's order. Medical and stuff and all. Really enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun watching uh, the Longhorns do you their see thing. See that so. TCU game? Yeah, I did. I was on the front row, buddy. Wow. <laughs> it was great, man. Yeah. I had a really good time. I was on the golf course. Yeah, you were <laughs> sucking it up. <laughs> so let's talk here, gentlemen. The diversification is key for future-proofing income. The the visual I want I want everybody to listen to here and follow is I, I want you to picture your your again your your retirement portfolio, your investment portfolio as a bucket of money, and when you're young and you're beginning to save, you've got this bucket that you set out there. We've had a lot of rainfall in central Texas. So imagine just setting a bucket out there in the yard. And when that bucket uh, begins to fill up, then a lot of us just think, well, I, I should just continue to make that bucket bigger so we collect more and more rainfall. But the th that's not right. What we need to do is set some parameters on the size of that bucket and then as that bucket begins to fill up and spill over, it should spill into other buckets, spawn off other buckets that are very deliberate and very focused on future retirement income. And as you continue to spawn those other buckets off and flow over your accumulation and savings into them, you can start to see your income plan c come into picture and literally uh, b build up what you known retirement income that you, you know is going to be there in the future and and have a very clear picture of the timing and the strategy behind your your overall retirement plan. I love that analogy. I've got this uh I can see like a fountain in my mind where, you know, the little, the pools of water get full and they spill into other pools. But the cool thing about some of these other buckets that Jaden's mentioning is they actually create rainfall themselves. Yes. Like they create returns that goes back in the top bucket and starts all over again, right? You know, it's funny. We all have, <laughs> we all saw that, that analogy differently. <laughs> Mine was like a champagne tower. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. My bad. At, at your <laughs> retirement party. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're pouring the big bottle up it. at the top. Yeah. Okay. But I, I couldn't help but think there's got to be there's got to be a bucket or champagne hierarchy. I mean, there's one you fill up first, and there's ones that spill over second. Yeah, because if you do the wrong, if you do them in the wrong order, that's a problem, right? And yes. you're not, and it, it, I mean, maybe it's not necessarily the end of the world, sure. but if you do them in the wrong order, you're not efficient, and you may never get to those buckets out there on the peripheral, right? That's 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 what planning is all about. That's what having a guide and somebody walking through this process is all about, is making sure you put those buckets in the right order and you have the right buckets. Sure. And just a, a practical uh, piece of advice here is is I would say you should strive for at least seven streams of income. We've talked about that. Seven buckets that are spawned off from this accumulation bucket. 
just picture the the guy that has one big bucket sitting out in their yard and they, they fill that bucket up. They think they're good and then they're just going to go out and start scooping that out and spending it down for retirement. That's what you keep talking yeah, about. Yeah, I hear Chris. that all the time. That's what people see. And that that's what we want to avoid. So being deliberate about these is critical. And then we start talking about, okay, so what do these buckets look like? And we have a whole toolbox of income planning buckets that, that we bring out. The first one we want to talk about always, and you hear us harping on this, is guaranteed, predictable lifetime income. And the reason we're we're so hot on this is because for most people, Social Security, if they're even going to get Social Security, is the only built-in guaranteed long-term retirement income vehicle, of course, unless you're one of the few that have a government pension, which is becoming a, a, a dinosaur now. It's, it's becoming extinct. So we have to still address that because where for previous generations, that discipline of, of, of saving and building up other pension income or guaranteed income defined benefit plans, that was built into your employment. And it just happened like, like funding your 401k. It's that forget about it money. But now you have to be deliberate about that. And without those vehicles built into your employment agreements and your, your sort of automatic forget about it money strategies. Now you have to not forget about it and you have to take action or you could find yourself just sitting there with one big bucket and really no long-term income strategies. And that's that's not a, a good place to be because you have to think about, you know, if you have one big bucket, where are you going to invest that to generate the most efficient, the, the most predictable, the most guaranteed, the most uh, tax efficient vehicle that that you can put out there so it it starts to create some interesting questions for people and there are listeners right now where that is their strategy and they haven't begun to to be delivered about spawning off those those income planning buckets yeah and i think it's probably fair to say that some of those buckets might have already started overflowing but they just made it bigger as you said they didn't do anything with it so it's time where you could actually go and and prune it a little bit and make sure it's just right you could almost i mean you could you could you could curate your retirement if your bucket's gotten big enough. Well, I, right I think now. it's, you know, I was speaking with a few retirees actually last week. And one of the things I realized is how few people realize themselves that you can actually purchase, create, structure income buckets. They don't think that's a possibility. They think the only income bucket they can create, like Jaden mentioned, is what they're de facto getting from the government from a social security standpoint, maybe from a pension or a retirement type of a process. And outside of that, it's all about accumulation. And, and then at some point in time, they have to figure out what to do with the dollars they've accumulated. And I'm saying, well, no, 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 I think you got to restructure now. Most people, so not to, not to jump into how to do it, well, maybe a little bit of how to do it, but what, you know, what all the products are and all the policies and all the different things you can invest in are. But most people, there's, there's this kind of stigma associated with, say, insurance policies, life insurance specifically. But one of the coolest things I think that we've been providing to, to our client base is is a life policy of sorts. And it's so versatile that you could essentially do just about anything you've ever wanted to do with cash. You could, I, it's, it's, That's exactly what I'm talking about. I told a buddy of mine the other day, I was like, did you know that your mom could have this vehicle where, yes, of course, if she passed away, there was a death benefit, but she could be investing that money. And if she never needed it, she could actually cash it out or she could pass it on to her kids, potentially tax-free, or if she needed long-term care options, it could be used for that. And he's like, that 
that sounds way too good to be true. You mean that's something that she could be doing right now and she could be investing in while she's still healthy? Yeah, every one of those points, by the way, deserves 10 minutes. Yeah, or a whole show. But yeah. I mean, literally, there are vehicles where you can do that and you can you can do it now. Yeah, that's good, guys. The 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 key here, back, back to the analogy, is, is as you spawn those buckets off, the more flexible those income planning buckets are, the better. And that's what people want, uh, you know, in, in retirement. They want flexibility. You don't want to be painted into a color with a, I mean, into a corner with a rigid uh, plan. And you, you want something that's flexible because life changes. Life is, is not always predictable. So you need that flexibility. So what Romney's describing is uh, strategies, for example, a life insurance a policy that's not just focused on death benefit. That's what most people think of, but it's it's actually focused on tax-free retirement income. You you can set it and customize it so that you can pull down tax-free retirement income for yourself. Of course, if you don't do that, it's going to pass on a tax-free death benefit. But then as Chris said, that can also be something that can be tapped for long-term care uh, income when you need to pay for those expenses. And again, that's tax-free. That That's just one vehicle that we're describing. And it is fascinating because the other types of vehicles, just like that one that are in the toolbox, have the ability to turn on and turn off income. So if you picture these, these buckets, you may have some over there that you're not even touching. In fact, they're continuing to grow. You're strategizing and growing that bucket growing that wallet for future income for because you know you're going to turn it on later in life while you have others where it makes sense to begin taking distributions maybe they're forced distributions um, maybe it just makes sense to, to for, as far as a timing and order of battle to take income from that one first so not only are we creating these buckets but they also have a specific strategy on timing and when they're put into play on that master income plan. Yeah, so, so you're talking stuff. about incredibly versatile vehicles. and But I'm back to diversification. We've only got a couple of minutes here. But what about people that are looking for alternatives? That's what we're known for too, right? So you may have these types of buckets and then we've got even other kinds of buckets over there and specifically on our private lender program. We're talking about especially if you are familiar with real estate or you're looking for something that has tangible security like you do in real estate, but you don't want to be it at be in it at 97 or 100% or market rate. Like that's one of the views about our private lending program is it's also an income strategy for you in retirement. Right on. that That's the next part of the conversation. So right after we fill up that guaranteed lifetime income bucket to whatever your, your comfort level is, maybe it's 50%, maybe it's two thirds or three fourths of your income, depending on how, how, how conservative you want to be. The next conversation we want to have is alternative in income, alternative investment income. And of course, we're real estate guys. So this is where we're going to start talking about rental properties or our staple program of, of private lending. And those can be very effective for generating income in retirement. And that's something we certainly want to explore. And then one, you know, when we get through that with that discussion, then we would look at, okay, now what do we want to leave at risk in the market? And what's the best way to structure those buckets as well? That's usually where the conversation starts and ends is just what do I have in the market? What do I have in Wall Street? And let's figure out how to make that happen. It's either that extreme or it's just putting it all under the mattress or all in one bucket and then taking your withdrawals. We've got to be more comprehensive in our approach. I can't say how scary that is thinking of the quote unquote next recession. I mean, just if it's all just sitting in one place specifically on Wall Street somewhere... Boy, 
Hold on. Yeah, you don't want to be there. I mean, that's definitely, we talked about that last week. Mm -hmm. I don't want to meet that round of people again. That's not the kind of person I want to meet. So you're looking for diversification and versatile options. That's what we've got to deliver. We'll be right back. Making talk radio great again. Somebody has to come out and tell it like it is. Talk 1370, the right choice. Once again, this is the Noble Capital Radio Hour. And we're back. If you just tuned in, we've been exploring ways to future-proof your income. Been going over several different strategies that our investors see from us when we're doing retirement planning. Obviously, we're we're pretty motivated and, and pretty... I don't know what you would say, driven, excited about this. And that's because like, what is it? I'm not just a, uh, I'm not just the president. I'm, an, I'm a I'm client. I'm also a member. I'm also a member. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, like yep. we subscribe to these same types of things. Like if it's private lending, if it's looking at various income streams, setting ourselves up in retirement, we're a big piece of that. That's for sure. If you've just tuned in and you missed the entire episode, I got good news for you. You can actually download it and you can find us online at noblecapital.com. Social media too, guys. Don't forget about Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look up Noble Capital, give us a like, and then definitely engage. We will return the favor, I guarantee you. All right, so kind of a brief recap. We talked about what happened 10 years ago today, and the reason that was relevant was because we're at an all-time high in the marketplace. You know, there's a lot of crazy things that are going on. When you look at all the metrics that say, what is a successful economy or what is a strong economy, where all those tickers are to the left. It's only got one place to go. So just make sure that you've got a good strategy. Whether you're meeting with us or you're meeting with anybody, make sure if you're about to enter into that retirement phase, we're talking about ages of like 50, 55, and you're moving into that zone, make sure you got a plan and make sure it's a solid income strategy for you while you're in retirement. That's that's the only thing I'm asking you for is just make sure you got that down. Yeah, and that's where you guys got to come in and, and talk to talk to one of our advisors, specifically Jess or Jaden. Jaden's always giving our retirement blueprint dinners across the city of Austin. Come in there first, see if you like what we're talking about. And if you do schedule an appointment and we will set you right up real simple. You text the number, you text the word, excuse me, secure S E C U R E to the number three, one, three, one, three, one. That's 31, 31, 31. We'll set you up. We've got two retirement blueprint dinners coming up on Wednesday, October 10th and on Thursday, October 18th. What do you think, Jane? You got any last nuggets for everybody out there on uh, basically solidifying their income strategy in retirement? I think today's segment was great. I, I hope that that bucket analogy sticks with you this week as as you're looking at your portfolio. I mean, I know there's listeners that were inspired by that and want to go deeper and understand exactly what type of strategies and buckets we have. There's also listeners that, that have done some of this. They've got their bucket set up and they might want to come in and get a second opinion. Uh, what we find a lot of is that a, a lot of financial advisors out there are just are very accumulation focused, very one bucket focused. And that's great. That has its time and place. But again, the difference between the accumulation phase and the preservation and distribution phase is is some significant change in your thinking and your strategies. And if you are in that preservation distribution phase and you have an accumulation minded advisor there's the rub and that that might resonate with some of you out there today. Yeah, that's more harm than good right there. So, you know, you were saying the top five things that happened back in September, 2008. And that was a great segment, by the way. I really appreciated that. We didn't plan for that. I was, uh, the whole time we were saying that, I was like, where are we going to be in 10 years? <laughs> it's like, what, what are the top three things that I want to happen in September, 2028? You know what I mean? Man, 
And that's kind of the conversation we're having right now. I mean, for me, it's very personal, very like, you know, I'd, I'd like to start playing golf with my wife. Right? Does no. your wife know how to play golf? She does. Oh, she, she's a better golfer than I am. Well, but that, we don't play. Not, but that's not hard to do. That's, you're right. <laughs> but that's, that's one of my points. Like, what, where are we going to be in 10 years from now? And then yeah. there's so many little things in there that you want and want to, you know, try to figure out. I think this is how you start, guys. That's good. She's she really is a better golfer. She's a better golfer. You, you basing that on that one one top golf trip? <laughs> I think you had too many beers and maybe <laughs> better golfer, better basketball player. Oh my gosh! All right, let's, let's see what Sean wow. has us this week. What, what do you think? Oh, that's right. I already got it out. So we're gonna do what is this one called? Put your money where your mouth is. Let's see it. It's put money where your mouth is, where we have to come up with a phrase that sums up this week's episode. And our producer Sean. Always gives us the rules in an envelope that Romney opens up early and cheats. So while I did open up early, I have not read it. So let's see what this thing's got to say. It said, participants choice. Sum up this week's episode in either three words or seven words. Three words or seven words. All right, I'm ready. I'm using a contraction though. Tell you what, I'll start it off while you two guys are counting on your fingers over there. Money in a mattress isn't a strategy. Love it. It's simple. It's to direct. It's relevant. It's to the point. Money in a mattress isn't a strategy. Okay, I got it. Coming right up. You ready? All right, Jaden, hit us. Don't be one bucket Joe in retirement. <laughs> one bucket Joe. You know, the whole time you gave the bucket analogy, I was trying to come up with a guy like, what's his name? You know, one bucket Joe. That's his name. I could just see a graphic now that you know our graphic design artist Ashley's going to make with one bucket Joe sitting around with his big old bucket gathering water. Damn, I really haven't thought about it, though, guys. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the extra minute or so. But I yeah, we're shy. Yeah, you're giving us all the signals of you needed time, so we went first. All right, I'm going to just go, and if I land at five, I land at five. I land at eight. Uh-oh. I land at eight. Great. Brace yourself. The next 2008 is near. <laughs> Seven. That's Boom. good. That's good. You're right. And it is near. And none of us can predict it. And that's the entire point. You have to have a diversified strategy to be prepared for the unpredictable. We have no idea what's going to happen and what's going to come up. And that's what we're all about. It's a great time right now to go ahead and diversify that bucket for, for a lot of pe- people too. I would say that right now you, the, this market has given us a great lift. And if you've been in the market you have seen just an amazing run here. So take advantage of this opportunity to diversify at the top. We're, we're not going to tell you to run for the hills and, and stick your head in the sand and get completely out of the market. I, I think that those are that's extreme advice. That's, that's a, you know, an advisor that maybe has a crystal ball, which is scary. So we think that uh, it's, it's fine if you, wanna, if you are bullish and you want to leave money in the market, but just realize your, your, your bucket is overflowing. Where, where are you putting that money to get yourself set up for the future. You'll you'll thank yourself in 10 years from now. So speaking of which, what do you what do you want to do in 10 years? Where what is one fun thing that you wish you can be doing in 10 years? Because of this great planning. Like I said, I'd like to start playing golf with my my wife. I know that's kind of crazy. I could play golf now, but no, I kind of want to just like make that a thing as we enter start entering retirement. We have that one thing in common. That's good. One I hope of, I hope my mom's not listening, but uh I, I think I'd probably I'm I'm gonna finally start a family. Ooh, you know that's it's got to happen eventually. You know, might as well get going on that. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's well, awesome. ten years is a long time, guys. I'm talking about starting in nine. Okay, nine, nine or ten, ten, starting out there. Got it. <laughs> All right, you got one lucky lady out there. <laughs> that's right. So, ten years from now, 
I, I think that going on with the, the theme of today's show, it, I just look forward to being in a position where I've got those buckets clearly defined and you, you just know you have that confidence. We talk a lot about lifestyle confidence and fulfillment, but you have that confidence that you are going to have that fulfillment now because you properly planned and you can now look on paper and see a really clear picture of exactly where, where your resources are going to come from to go out and live your dream. Yeah, and that clear picture spells success. I like it. You know what? I mean, I'm 10 years away, seriously, having a family. I've already got 529 plans for kids I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> That's planning. Think about that. My 529 plans for my kids are already start, set up, you, growing. You have to come into the office to understand what he's talking about. <laughs> How about those buckets? <laughs> yeah. yeah, hey, these are these are buckets that you can actually, you can set up for your kids, your grandkids, your your niece, your nephew. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I did ghost? it for- whatever for your future potential children that you don't have yet <laughs> well yeah i mean my kids will be out of school at that time so got to yeah. start thinking yeah so that's a ways off all right everybody we've really enjoyed it this week uh, having you tune in and listen hopefully you've enjoyed listening to us if you'd like to download our episodes final reminder you can do that online at noblecapital.com you can also do that on any apple or android device where you can find our shows we're under the noble capital radio hour i'm chris I'm Romney. And I'm Jaden. And you've been listening to the Noble Capital Radio Hour. All opinions expressed by the speakers on this radio program are solely the opinions of those speakers and do not reflect the opinions of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, or their respective affiliates. Each speaker's opinions are based upon information the speakers believe to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Each speaker's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. The information discussed on this radio program is provided for general informational purposes only, does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you, and should not be construed as investment, legal, tax, or other advice on any subject matter. The information discussed in this radio program is not intended and should not be viewed or construed as a recommendation, advice, offer, or inducement to buy, sell, or hold securities, insurance products, or any other financial products. Before acting on any information discussed in this radio program, you should seek appropriate financial, investment, and other professional advice based on your particular facts and circumstances. Current or past performance is not indicative of future results. You should be aware of the real risk of loss and following any strategy or investment discussed in this radio program. No outcome or profit is guaranteed. Any transmission of information through this program is provided on a non-confidential basis and does not create an advisor-client relationship between you or anyone of Noble Capital, Acute Financial, or Streamline Funding. Some information provided in this program may reference other service providers, including websites operated and maintained by third parties. Such information is included solely as a convenience to you, and the provision of such information does not imply a responsibility for such third-party information or an endorsement of the linked site, its operator, or its contents. Acute Financial and Streamline Funding are both wholly-owned subsidiaries of Noble Capital. Noble Capital, Acute Financial, Streamline Funding, and or their respective affiliates and principals, which may include the speakers and guests featured in this radio program, may receive compensation from the sale of financial products featured in this program. Reproduction, distribution, republication, and or retransmission of any portion of this program is strictly prohibited without the prior written permission of Acute Financial, Noble Capital, and Streamline Funding.